Okay, so this is everything that I have learned from being on social media in 2023. <clears throat> you are not no. allowed to have brown cabinets. You are not allowed to have a Roku TV. Huh. You are not allowed to have toothbrushes in your bathroom because of boo-boo air. <laughs> mm. You are not allowed to have a white refrigerator. You are not allowed to eat at the Cheesecake Factory. No. If your friend is simply venting to you, it is still a red flag because she is a crisis friend. Oh. You are not allowed mm -hmm. to wear Shein or Fashion Nova because it means that you are broke. <laughs> you are not allowed to wow. wear the same outfit or the same shoes for more than two consecutive days. You are not allowed to wear box braids for wow, more than two shirt. weeks. Honorable mention, knotless braids cannot be worn for more than four days or people will make fun of your hair. Yeah. Ah. You are not allowed to wear box braids to a birthday dinner. You are not allowed to dress nice or wear makeup to your friend's birthday dinner. You are not allowed to have fun past the age of 30. Honorable mm -hmm. mention, once you turn 25. If you Listen do not up, like people. carne asada, then you are a narcissist. <laughs> if you do not like cereal, then you are a narcissist. Oh, wow. Biting You're ice cream is a sign of a trauma response. Oh. You are not allowed to drink strawberry lemonade as a man, or that is sassy. <laughs> you are not allowed to have popcorn ceilings. You are not allowed to work a nine-to-five job. If your boyfriend doesn't let you use him as a step stool, then he hates you, and it is a sign of avoided attachment style. <laughs> Oh, press wow. on nails are ghetto. And I got press you are on. not allowed to date someone who is either two years younger than you or two years older than you, even though you guys are both adults. Oh, if you are wow. a celebrity influencer or a clout chaser, but flying Southwest Airlines, you are broke. Oh. You are not allowed to breathe it's or you what you be get considered broke. Two check bags for free. Did I miss anything? <laughs> wow. That's how we're coming in. Coming in hot. Yeah, so that the end of 2023... Don't do this shit going into 2024 or Listen. you will be ousted. Wow. I know that was longer than our clips usually be in the beginning, but I found it funny. And I just need you guys to act accordingly while I wear a shirt that I've worn once before with press-ons. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And, and, and Courtney's gay, but he drinks strawberry lemonade, so it's giving. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I can be sassy. So it's, it's, no, but it's giving sass on sass on sass. So like, on top of, it's like double negative. Yeah, for so sure. I'm straight, wow. Ooh. Wow. He just became. Wow, straight man. But. Wow. Now you're back to sassy. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. I feel the homophobia creeping in. Whoa. Wow. Get it together. <laughs> That's how we're coming in. Yeah. It's Court. And Rima. And this is Confidential Hope. Back on the week, episode 123. Who shut up? It's okay. I put up four figures. <laughs> <laughs> four for four. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. We back. How was your week? How are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. So the week started out tumultuous. Oh, my goodness. Monday was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Monday, it beat me down. It turned me every which way but loose. Mm -hmm. But then God was like, okay. You Need had enough. Break. So the rest of the week was. Enough strife. Yeah. Gotcha. For one day. Just for one day. Just one little. But the rest of the week was, it was cool, you know? Core runnings. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Good job, man. Come on. <laughs> you was going to do that. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. You know? You know, trying to make it to the end of the year. Listen, it's a struggle. Bringing in the money for the people, doing my job. Listen. And, you know, I'm getting good at it. So. Love that. I love that for me. How are you? How um, was your week? Crazy. So we're trying to play catch up on things. I'm just not in the mood to work. Yeah. It's like, get somebody else to do it. Um, But it's not part, it's not part of the job. So have to get the things done. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere today, I was like, really sad out of nowhere. It was like, really weird. Really? Only because Instagram always reminds me of certain things and it's mm -hmm. like, four years ago, I was an accolade. So it reminded me of, oh, I used to have a I used to have a 9 to 5 and now I don't. But the video was with John and yeah. Sweater and I'm like, yeah, ah, yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't, I left at first. I was like, oh, I thought I was, I thought I was okay. And it was like, yikes. Only because everything I'm doing now, he kind of was like, yo, like he, not prophesizing, but he was like, yo, once you stop, once you say take this shit serious, you can, like, you're going to be doing all these things. And it's like, I can't share it with my person. So yeah. it's like, ah. So I was in a, I was in my room for like, I think this morning you was again, I was in the room like, ah, uh, like, oh. I cannot get it together. But after I, like, got myself together, I played 
you know, his girl, because, you know. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, but I was also crying again, because it's like, yo, he would be going to fuck. Yo, he would. He would have. Listen, he I was like, ah, so I was like, once I kind of got, I had to cut off and get myself together and, get, like, get answer emails, then I was like, all right, cool. But it was kind of like, not heavy, but just kind of realizing, like, well, damn, like, it's almost been, like, next, when the year, year comes rolling around in February, it'd be like, what well, this was. Yeah. So... And they say, you know, there's no manual, there's no rule book on yeah, how grief it goes, it comes like, in waves. And you know And you know, I'm not a I'm a car baby, I'm not a car baby. So I was in the room like, Okay, bitch, enough is enough. Yeah. But it was just so yeah. But my week was it was cool. It was just I'm I kinda of feel like I'm kinda of in this like this weird phase of like transition where it's like I love my job, but I want to lay down. Yeah. <laughs> so Say that every episode. I'm like, you lay down. I just want to lay down. But um, getting the stuff done, and there's a lot, lot of other people who are around me or my on the team who are dealing with other things that are so much, you know, not worse, but on a scale of like, goddamn, it's like, damn, you're dealing, you're dealing with this. How can I complain? So when I thought about that, it's like, okay. I've also thought about, I've been in that type of, that way of thinking yeah. too, but I... I've had friends tell me that don't minimize your feelings just because you feel like somebody's going through a worse situation than you are. Okay. Because it is bad to you. It's like bad, it feels, like this, it, it, it feels, feels crazy to, to you. you. So right. like, don't minimize your feelings, go, go through your feelings, maybe not like dwell on them mm-hmm. for, for a long ass time or look for like a, a woe is me, like right. type of moment all the time. But always feel sit in it always feel free to reach out to somebody that may be going through the same thing as you or just a friend that you know is going to be an open ear to you right to you know help you through that and then you know process it the way that you know how and then you know go on with your day to day so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that because i was in my room like please because i used i when i tell you i used to do that all the time and i there there are moments where I still do be like, shit, this ain't nothing compared to with somebody else. But I'm like, you know what? No. Yeah. This is how I'm feeling right now. So let me process it. Even if I have to just go through it by myself, talk to myself. Yeah, talk I did. Talk to myself about it. Yeah. I probably was talk to my therapist tomorrow. Like, girl, yeah. help me out. Because I was like, girl, what's going on? But only because being the lead, um, I'll tell you what the mic, but being the lead, you, you, you know like we're a team so it's like if something goes on with a uh, producer of ours it's like, okay they gotta let us know so we can cover them and it's like damn i like i don't know how to support you in this but i'm gonna cover you work-wise right right, right. so it's like okay well tighten up <laughs> but that was our recap for our week let's get into the happy hour of course on the bar this week yes and it came to me on the internet so this is the netflix and show Okay. I remixed it myself because what I was looking for, they didn't have it. So on the original post, the guy had um Stella Rose Stella Rosa black, like the um the like the wine. Is it black? Yeah, Stella Rosa black is actually hard to find. Cause I can't find it. Yeah, at it's all. it's even after the hype is gone, the black one is Yeah, it was like they always got the fruity ones or the blueberry or some shit like that. Yeah, so he had that, um some tequila and some champagne and some simply raspberry lemonade so i'm in my own twist on that okay so um shout out to lady Lon- lady london got some snoop dog wine Ooh, 19 crimes yes 19 crimes snoop dog like wine that. um our favorite um tequila girl um espalon we have um a favorite of ours again andre mm-hmm. toss it around and splash a little bit of some um, strawberry lemon raspberry strawberry lemonade from simply and we had a Netflix and chill. So I had to remix it because I didn't know I didn't have everything that he had. I'm like, well, not when I make it. That's true. I think this is a little better. Cause I think Snoop Dogg's wine is a little bit more high yeah, in the content. Mm-hmm. Costello Rose is definitely giving 5.5, which is yeah, juice. Yeah, this is definitely... Um, I had to remix it, remix it, because I was like... Ah. Yeah, a lot. It's a lot. But I'm probably going to drink some when we go out the mic because be, I feel fine. Very good. Feel great. But that's the um happy hour this week. So hopefully you guys try it out. If you want to remix it, we'll make sure we put it in the notes so you guys can try it at home or if you want to try it for your Christmas or holiday festivities, Friendsgivings, um, Pollyanna, I don't know. Whatever mm-hmm. you guys do. Christmas parties. Yeah. All that. Very good. Love that. All right. So let's get into our in the mix segment. 
where we give our opinions or say what we like it or not because we're here for the wet frame. Music in the mess. So this week, as most weeks, it's mess. a little bit messy. A lot of messy. So there was a show. I'm not sure what the show was damn called, but Nelly and Ashanti or a party or something. Yeah. Nelly and Ashanti were on stage. And they were given. I guess Ashanti was giving a speech, and then Nelly came up and kind of like rubbed her belly, and she rubbed her belly. So it it caused a little bit of speculation that she may be pregnant. Mm-hmm. They in U.S. Weekly they reported that she is expecting her first child. Okay. Now, I don't, I don't really believe it until I hear it from her or see her. Right. Because you never know. Never know. And it's. It seems like it's early if she is pregnant and you don't want to, like, put no, like, yeah. type of juju on it. Mm-hmm. But that announcement caused a lot of people to have, of course, a lot of opinions because it was on social media. Yes. Some positive because, you know, Ashanti is our girl. We love her. She's an unproblematic queen. Mm-hmm. She's always either performing on the stage or in a pool, in a bikini, <laughs> yeah, for or sure. by the beach on vacation. Minding her damn business, living her best life, looking fine as she wants to look. Right. Of course, people were surprised that she got back with Nelly because they were in a re- a relationship like a decade or so ago. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out, but they decided to spin a block. And, and it's I love out. to see it. Yeah. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. It's working out. Yes. So them being pregnant or her, you know, having her first child with him because he already does have children. Yes. And not that 43 is old, but, you know, it's up there. And they say that pregnancies around that age are more of a higher risk than if you were a little bit younger. But, yes, you know, a lot of people had a lot of things to say. Oh, of course, they bring. Why would you get pregnant by him if you don't have no ring? Or how do you know it's going to work out this time? He was with uh, Chantel. They were engaged. They were together for seven years. and He still didn't marry her, you know. All of all of the things that people can possibly say about this this union, this union right. or this you know situation, yeah. they said there was one young lady who does a has a podcast called Amani Talks or Amani Speaks or something like that. She had a a real long monologue. I'm gonna play just a a smidgen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that there's somebody out there for everybody. And what one woman is not willing to accept, another woman is there with her hands out waiting for crumbs. That's exactly the situation like, that reminds me of this whole Ashanti, relationship, crazy right? He sure. was with that other woman for nearly a decade. And she went on that show and she said, I don't want to be just a baby mama. I want to be a wife. Like, I, I want it to be love, marriage, baby, and in that order. And in that order. And I don't, we don't know why they broke up, or at least I don't know why they broke up. And now he's rebounding with Ashanti, and let's just call it what it is. It's a rebound, sis. Like, it's a rebound. I hate to see Ashanti going out bad like this, because honestly, when I saw that she was pregnant, in my head, I said, yikes. Because already, sis, and why didn't you make him marry you? But this is a middle-aged man who did not marry the woman that he was engaged to for seven years. And he's probably not going to marry Ashanti either. And if we're really keeping it a buck, Probably the only reason that he's with Ashanti is because he's nearing, he's he's already middle age and he's nearing the end of his life. And he wants somebody to spend the rest of his life with. And he wants a kid. And Chantel was not going to give him a kid without marriage. A lot of black women are too comfortable being the baby moms. Now, Chantel was like, I'm not going to be a baby mom. But Ashanti was like, oh, please, please love me. I'll be a baby mom. Girl. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so... I have thoughts, Good. as always. Um, a couple of things. And these are just how I feel about it. If I was there first, it might be a rebound from where he was with old girl, but I was here first. Like, Radio said I hit it first, so therefore you're coming back to me. And, and of course, sometimes, because they were broken up for a long period of time. It wasn't like it was like a year or two and they right. got it together. Right. Once some walk type of shit. It was that wasn't like that. It wasn't like he was helping his cousin with groceries and then he back with you, girl. That wasn't what it was given. Correct. Um and he always hinted around 
him fucking up with Ashanti. He always held a candle for her. Right. Pretty yeah. much saying, like, I fucked that up. Yeah. So if I ever got a shot, I'm going to make... Make sure I do right this time. Right. And we're not in a relationship. hmm We only know what they allow us to see. And even when we were seeing them way back when, we didn't know shit then. No. So it's pure speculation. The thing that stood out to me that invalidated everything that she was saying was why didn't you make him marry you you can't make you can't require or make anybody or make a man especially do anything that he don't want to do and if i have to make you marry me then we need we don't need to even continue on doing whatever that what is that we're we're doing doing. right because it's, it's disingenuous and you're just giving me what i want because i keep asking you for it like like when he said, we don't know the ins and outs. We don't know the conversations that they're having. We don't know if they're engaged. We don't know if they had talks about marriage and that's not what neither one of them want to do. It's always easy. And we all do this. I've been guilty of doing this. We always make assumptions about other people's lives on the outside looking in, but we don't know. Like Ashanti has portrayed herself and spoken highly of herself. And she is... To me, from what I see in interviews, she's okay with being alone. Or she's she's not going to just settle for no Anything. bullshit. And if, that's what I get. I right. can't speak for her. I can't say that's what exactly what she's saying. But it at the, the verses, and this was, what, two years ago? He gleefully ran across the stage to give her a hug. You can still see that she was a little apprehensive about even doing that. Like, I'm going to be cordial because that's the type of person that she is. Right. And she's they have history, so I'm not going to flee I'm you. Just like, flee, like, flee, I'm going to give you a hug, but like, right. I don't think that she went back into this relationship hastily. I think that she she had some thoughts about it. I could be wrong. I don't know. Like I said, we all on the outside looking in, speculating conversations that they may have or... May have not had. And then also, just from experience, right. when you are dealing with somebody who you've been in a relationship with for years, right. it, there's a conversation that is had prior to y'all even interacting again where it's like some things have to be understood and explained before we even continue to even be public you could fuck with somebody behind the scenes and nobody know about it <laughs> right like come on and then on top of that they're not right they're not your average people mm-hmm. where it's like i need this marriage to sustain me let's not be let's not act like ashanti is a slouch she writes music she is legend in her own right whether you think so or not she was carrying the 2000s r&b on her bag and she's still doing shows that people are selling out and wanting to see her so it's not like she needs she needs to settle or needs a man to be ashanti douglas like that's not it doesn't that's never the case and let's stop perpetuating our feelings on other people and until somebody comes out and says they're unhappy, like, for example, not to bring up old stories from previous episodes, but until Kiki Palmer and, and Darius had they stay a little spat or whatever was going on with the, the custody battle and those, those videos, we, was we, all had, for it. we had no idea we was all, we were all for their love. Less, we always talk about black love, black love, but then we, when it's right in our faces, we don't support it. Make it make sense. Which one is it? Do you want us to be in love or not? Yeah. Nothing else to say. If Ashanti is pregnant, congratulations to her and Nelly. I wish her nothing but the best. I hope she maintains her happiness with him. Mm. And I hope that this go around is better than the last. And shout out to them. Yeah. Blessings to them. We, we love to see it. And he is showing all his teeth. Show all of them. That's a telltale sign. Because some niggas don't, don't be smiling. I know I know of one. It's like, oh, he would like you. He's, he's smiling. Bitch, I know. We love it over here. It's, it's, he's, that nigga's happy. Period. Um, Moving right along. Our next story on the in the mix this week. Uh, wow, I did not. I missed this. So you gotta walk me through this slowly. <laughs> so did he really say this? Yeah, y'all know on the Breakfast Club they do guest spots for the third mic because they haven't found a permanent host to come in and do it. Everybody's just advocating for just hilarious. I don't really give a fuck who it is either way, but. This week's guest host, or on this specific day, was Jason Lee. Now, they did a story Hmm. about Jeannie Mai going on Jennifer Hudson's uh, syndicated talk show. That's right. Syndicated talk show. 
to discuss, you know, everything that's been going on with her. Of course, the conversation about Jenny Mai and Jeezy came up and, you know, Jennifer was asking her questions about that. But that's not what we're talking about today. Jason Lee reported on the story. And as reluctantly as, reluctantly as I am to, to show this video, yeah, if you didn't see it or hear it, this is what he said. Jenny uh is now speaking out on her unexpected divorce from Jeezy. And she went on the Jennifer Hudson show because that's where you go when you want to get your word across, I guess. Damn. Um, at, yeah, we all know Jennifer Hudson's illiterate. Well, look, uh, damn, she, she, she went on, she went on the show to talk to her about uh, uh, whatever. And that's where I stopped it before. And that's where I'll stop it again. Because once I heard that, I was turned off completely from what he was saying. Because the the jab at J-Hud was unwarranted. And it was unnecessary, it was uncalled for, and it was hateful. Because for what? You're calling a woman illiterate. What's your reasoning behind it? A lot of people were speculating that he was upset because Jeannie Mai wanted to go on somebody else's platform to tell her story and not his. Rightfully so, because she was on a, a daytime talk show. So y'all don't run in the same circles. Right. Jason Lee you <laughs> you do shit like this and this is why people don't want to fucking talk to you calling an egot winner a person with their own talk show a black woman and you claim to love your blackness and be a black man and advocate for the black community this shit was uncalled for and the fact that envy and charlemagne two black men didn't even step up and say mm, she not illiterate oh hold up Jake. like didn't even step up and say anything y'all just laughed it off as if it was it was a fact or a that was disgusting mm. and it, it it definitely run me the wrong way i'm gonna just add to which i'm gonna everything you said bravo i'm gonna add one more thing to this because you know this is just what i do here um this is why the gays get the rep that we get in media because shit like this uh you are you're known for doing shit like this and as big as a, of a platform that you have and as much as you claim to have learned and have grown working under the tutelage of dana owens queen latifah right queen you say that every every chance you get right as somebody who you know screams from the mountaintops about being friends with rihanna what was this about mm-hmm. this is why the interviews that you really really want are not happening because the same thing with wendy williams wendy had a way of doing things that was still shock jock but when she got to tv it was a little toned toned down right what was the point of that it's like jason now you come on now you know better you're not a comedian you're not you're not funny certain shit it's funny but it was like well then like like illiterate like, like what was the on, what was the point what was the reason and there was another thing that that people brought up okay jason lee is is besties with tiffany haddish and she she had a uh a previous relationship with common and now j hood is with common even you. still nothing to do with you why would that deter you from being professional in an interview speak, speaking on the topic about nothing that has to do with Jennifer Hudson and everything to do with Jeannie Mai, and you just had to throw a jab at this lady. And this is why Riley pressed your ass to that restaurant when she wanted to tap your motherfucking chin. And she should have. And you would. Because you be doing shit like this. Come on. Now. Yeah. So, after that, and I, I should have been done this, but after that, I just unfollowed Hollywood Unlocked. Everybody knows Jennifer Hudson is the sweetest person. She's unproblematic. She does her job. She loves her kid. She goes on about her business. She don't bother no fucking body. Unprovoked. That we know of. That we know of. Right. It was unprovoked. It was nasty. Nasty work. And no matter what your reasoning was behind it, it there is, is no valid reason for you. Even to if I feel it. like, even if that was the case, as big and bold as you are, if you're going to make a statement like that, at least give your fucking reasoning. Don't yeah. be pussy. Yeah. Um, fuck them. Sorry. 
I talk. Yeah. Next, this is a little, just probably a quick one. But Diddy finally breaks his silence. He Speaking released of a it, statement. Did you get my, uh, my DM? Yeah. Okay. I did. Okay, great. So he released a <laughs> statement. I'm guessing it was written by him. him. He says, enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family and for the truth. Okay. Somebody said it was given R. Kelly school of I'm fighting for my life out here. Word for word, bar for bar. Or all um, day. We okay. don't. Oh, yes, you did. Mm-hmm. We don't believe you. And a lot of this shit has been said for years, mm-hmm. but people weren't coming to the forefront, I guess, out of fear. Fe- yeah. Mm-hmm. Fear. 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 Pretty much. Fear. That's just the gist of it. Out of fear. And now. Your feet are being held so far to the fire that people are no longer scared anymore. So they're coming to the forefront and you need to prepare for a fight. For sure. I have two things to add. If this is not the case, right? Why hasn't anybody um, in your family spoken on your behalf? Family, friends, Mary J. Blige, anybody that says my brother wouldn't do this. We knew Tori shot May and his dad was outside saying some shit mm-hmm. on the front lines. Yep. Nobody's coming out in your defense. Maybe secretly not speaking on it because they don't, they don't want to get black border and then it happened to them. But one person who's always going to speak on is RBO Day, but also Miss Tiffany Red. Yep. Founder of the 100 Percenters. And singer, songwriter. And she did an article. Well, she um, an interview an had an interview with um, Rolling Stone magazine uh, or with the internet. I think either magazine or the um, on the actual website. I think it's the website. The, yeah. Uh, and pretty much detailing why we played her clip on here before when she said she was traumatized by Diddy. She went into full detail reference to what happened and what she experienced because she was working with Cassie. Her and Cassie became close during their writing sessions. So they became friends and pretty much one of one of those stories in the Dep- um the, the lawsuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Cassie talks about a story of her birthday party and Tiffany Ray was there so she gave her POV of that encounter right and she pretty much when you i read it i did too and like i it 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 didn't paint you in the best light but we've also heard these stories before about you that this guy has to be true where there's smoke there's fire and even in her um recanting the story or, or her recount of the story sorry she said she now felt obligated and free enough to do it but she's only doing it to put her put the story out there to curve to give her some kind of sense of protection right right because if it if it did go to trial she was she was definitely willing to she was going she was going to go ahead and speak bridget spoke about it on the um we'll see the thing is like her friend but she didn't say her name but we now know it was tiffany red i knew this when she said it but she wanted she wanted to protect her friend right so she was more comfortable now telling the story because cassie put it out there right so now that my friend openly decided that she wanted to tell her story. Now I could tell my friend's story and also my side of what I saw. Right. Because I'm also mentioned in the lawsuit. Like I wanted, right. I wanted to, um, right. what's the word? So she pretty witnesses much, witnesses. Yeah. To, she pretty much got the green light to, you to know, tell go ahead story. and say what she wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And then you can't really tell me I'm lying. Cause I was there and there was somebody else there as well. So everybody knew what was going on. So with that, it's like you can say this but we really don't believe you and i don't know for just for me as of lately it's been really hard for me to even listen to certain like even if i'm attached to the song it's like i can't i don't really feel 
okay listening to it and even when um it's a, it's a video on um instagram when tiffany was like she knows like even on the, the love album there's a, like she said on those songs he's taunting her like come home mm. and i think on one of the songs he says come home cc she's like y'all don't know who cc is but i know that's her that's that's his nickname for her cc wow so when i heard when i heard this one i'm like this is kind of this is kind of creepy like she has a whole husband and two kids two kids and you're like we wrote a whole album about this about her Tell her to come back. I'll be here bringing the kids. And it makes more sense when he gave her that shout out. That's what at, she said. She, she said, go back and play the, his, um, his, um, his acceptance speech for whatever award it was. I think it was at the BET, BET Awards. Awards. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So now that I know that, I'm like, wow. And I heard the album back. I'm like, this is kind of disgusting. Yeah. It's just not looking good for Diddy. And I just, I just feel, yeah, yikes. It's not. Um, prayers to all the victims. And I, I pray that. Cassie is doing better and is a is in a better space since she got to tell her story. And um Tiffany Red, keep advocating. For the songwriters, keep advocating for yourself. Um everything right. going. So we'll keep following the stories for you if they keep coming, because obviously if they keep on coming. And um we're gonna be here recording. Yeah. <laughs> this last thing hit the hit the waves earlier. Baby. <laughs> and it had me cracking up because I was just hear her talking her accent about saying this but adele did an interview and hold on let me pull it up she did damn what did i say it was with oh she did an interview with hollywood reporter and she expressed how she'd rather people not sing her songs she said, I think I'm not the best singer in the world at all, but no one else can sing my songs like me because they didn't write them. She goes on to say, no one can sing my songs like me, period. They can't sing. The lyrics are not their own. And I don't think anyone else should sing my songs. I don't mind it when they do, but I'm just saying they're never going to be able to emote it. And she also says, to be fair. Wait, no. Yeah. She also says. Same way I can't sing other people's songs, I didn't write the lyrics, and I can't sing as well as them. It's important to note that when peop- when asked about Aretha's cover, Adele said, apart from Aretha Franklin, no, I don't mind it when they do, but I'm just saying, they're never going to be able to emote it. Selena Johnson stepped into the chat because clearly she was offended. Mm-hmm. She said, girl, bye. We don't make these records so that we can sit and listen to them and hear our own emotions. We make them so that others can heal, be inspired, and or motivated. We make music for others to feel. Otherwise, don't release it and sing it in the shower. Don't agree? Ask the people who pay their money to come and get those very emotions. As someone, as for someone covering a song, that is the highest form of flattery, especially when you write it. Means they either love it, like it, or feel connected to you or it. And Aretha is the queen of soul, the very soul Adele's music appears to be influenced by. So her covering your song is the highest of high. To say they can't sing gotta be a typo, because that's crazy. What are your thoughts? So here's a prime example of not reading the entire interview. And I, I can say that I didn't, but I, I I didn't feel offended when Adele said that. I don't give a fuck. I'm still saying it's all. But go ahead. What she was pretty much saying, a lot of times when people cover songs, like there was a, um, recently, I think she's like 15. She, uh, what's her name? I think Leamani sings or I forget her name, but she's, she sings down. Mm-hmm. And boys to men invited her on stage to sing. Um, I think it was what the song with Mariah Carey's "One Sweet Day or One Fine Day." I can't think of the name of the title of the song, but she sounded just like Mariah Carey. Mm. And she ate, she ate down, but she she sang mm-hmm. fi- like I think Chris or she's she's super young. But a lot of times when people cover your songs and they do a, a great job at it, just like when they how they did with Ariana Grande, people now usher people in and say, "This is the new Mariah Carey." Right, right, right. This is the new. Adele. Instead of giving them their own identity. And like Mariah Carey said, but she did, she didn't really say until like years later after Ariana Grande was actually out. Like, I'm still here. Correct. If I'm dead and gone. Right. 
or if I technically pass the torch, right? Then and I'm giving y'all the then okay, but technically there can only be one, right? There can only be one, and what she's saying is I'm as Beyonce to quote Beyonce, I'm one of one, mm-hmm. and when I sing these songs because I wrote them, I'm going to emote it in a way that. I intended it to be. Mm-hmm. When you cover a song, like you're just singing, you're you're singing it. You may feel the words, but you're these are not. When she what she's saying is when I when I wrote these lyrics, I wrote these songs. I was in this place, right? Like thirty. That's a whole like personal situation, and of course, you want people to feel your artistry and hear, right. and hear your words, but I was in a specific place in my life. I'm talking to my son. I'm talking about heartache from being divorced. Like, you know, y'all weren't, like you said, you can't really emote it. Right. How, like, you could have some emotion because maybe you were you went through a similar situation but it's not my situation and that's how she feels about her music right she's not saying people can't cover songs she's saying about how the songs that she wrote mm-hmm. you can sing it but right. it's not gonna be like me correct that's what she was really saying but she was trying to say it in a not cocky in a non-cocky way yeah but you know but again i i can kind of i can kind of see how if you did not dig into the entire thing if you want if you wanted to be but her, let's let's face it, not for nothing. But she kind of has the career that the people want. My thing is, if people go out of their way to be overly offended by things, and you could be like, okay, girl, whatever, I'm gonna still sing the song and move on about your day. For people to just go and do think pieces and dig so deep into something yeah, I don't think that, that doesn't deep. readily affect you in any type of way. It's not detrimental to your life. It's not like she said, I hate all you motherfuckers that sing my songs. Like, don't <laughs> fucking sing them. Like, I, like y'all sound like shit. Like, <laughs> all she's, all she really, all she did was state the facts. You can't emote them like me. I wrote them. That's it. I don't think nobody's going to be able to sing Virgo's Groove like Beyonce. No, as much as I try, especially placing Maybe. off the sofa. Maybe. And I, I tries. It, and I ain't no singer. And I feel I feel like I be hitting the notes. Me I know too. I, There's I, a video. And we we together. I, I know I'm not. Oh, yeah. And we, I feel like we ate. You know, yo, for sure. <laughs> and, yo, and, and never and see the it. camera And the camera person thought we ate. Oh, for sure. But Beyonce. Hyping us up. She would have been like. Baby. Keep that in the vault. Get your luggage. Yeah. Fair. Somebody, somebody can sing your luggage. Stay listen Hello? It looked, I didn't know it was like that too. Cause, Me too. It was nice. Yeah, Durable. Yeah. Right. Probably had the little USB cables on the side. On the side. It was a cute little suitcase. It was. They tried it. Mm-hmm. Tangent. But yeah. <laughs> Everybody calm down. Yeah, just relax. Because Adele, I don't, know about, I don't know about the girls, but in karaoke, I'm, I'm going to sing hello. Oh, I, rolling in the deep, bitch, please. Hello. There's a fire. Chasing pavement. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, leave leave Adele alone. She ain't mean no harm, y'all. And she never do. She's she's unproblematic. She just wanted to voice her opinion. And she was asked the question. God damn it. Um, but yeah, that was it. That was the end of mix. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick little break, and we'll be back after these messages. And we're back. We're back from the messages. Yes. Did y'all hear our commercial? It was cute. <laughs> the commercial. <laughs> All right. So, what's the topic? What's up? Um. So, the topic is who? Well, no. Let me let me read. Yeah, because you was not paying attention. That's why I looked at you. Let me read it right. Hold on, because I I know I already put this one here before. Here we go. So, we're a block like Ashanti and Nelly, and so. <laughs> <laughs> So that wasn't on the bingo card. Um, whose development surprised you, like an artist? Like, were you like, I I thought, thought they were going to be just either just here today, going tomorrow, or I wanted them to go this route and they totally took a, another turn. And now it's like, either I've messed with it where it's like, oh, I fuck with this, or it's like, girl, what happened? So for me, and this is a, a positive route, and I love this for her. I wanted her, I wanted to see it. And I think with the right team backing her, she'll have longevity. Lola Brooke. Okay. I like the, okay, look at your homework. Yeah. 
I think Lola Brooke, especially, and she's doing like interviews and stuff. Uh, she's put out a project and she's been consistent. And a lot of people fuck with her sound because it takes them back because she is from Brooklyn. It gives them that little Kim, like Lil Foxy, Kim Foxy vibe. vibe. Okay. And she's no nonsense. And she had, she talks about her upbringing. E- even before she was like super, super like in the limelight, she was on the Joe Button podcast and she just talked about how she would just go out places and she would, her mom would make sure that she was good and that she was still focusing on music. her music and yeah. building her craft. And I think that she's doing a good job so far. I don't really see it dwindling, but she has to have that that good backing consistently. Mm-hmm. I think that so far she has been consistent. She's been putting out singles and then she put out a project. She's staying relevant. She's, going to these award shows, she's performing. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm happy to see that. And then she's like, she's getting with the girlies. Like, yeah. C- and she's and collabing with the guys and doing like different, like sounds like, and it's, it's just a breath of fresh air for me. And she, you can tell she's a girl's girl. Right. And she like, Genu- you know, genuinely, I don't really, you know, I want to see everybody win and I want to see myself win and I'm going to put myself in places to win and I'm not going to stop because I know what I have is fire and y'all going to keep seeing it. So that was one that I was like, go girl, I'm rooting for you. Okay. I like, I like that pick. I, I can, I can see that. I can see her, her, how her development, how she's kind of like staying mm-hmm. relevant, which is not, I would say it's difficult in this day and age of music because it's it's so many choices. Mm-hmm. Back then, like the people you mentioned, um, the legend, the, I'm sorry, the legends you mentioned, it was... Even though Fox is a eater. Oh, for sure. The legends you mentioned, um, there were a lot of people, there weren't that, there were a lot of rappers, like female rappers, but, but, but there weren't as many as we have now. Like now it's like, you can name like maybe, maybe on top of your head, maybe, maybe, maybe 10, maybe. But back then it was like, a crop of girls like maybe like five and, and they all did different shit and you mentioned this before that a lot of the the women rappers were attached to men men and now they I just i don't see lola attached to no yeah I, don't, I mean she may have men in her camp but, her camp, but I, she she got it out and not to say that these other women didn't but they unfortunately at that time had to be attached to right, like, somebody to get there was no cosign of a man to for us to be like, watch out for this person. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, a person, one artist that um I will say develop development shocked me, or um in a good way, um Kehlani. Really? Okay. Yeah. When she first came out, I think her first mixtape was 19, I believe. And the sound, not saying her sound changed, mm-hmm. it kind of elevated. Yeah. And then definitely she but she was cons- consistent mm-hmm. so it's like when especially when you're following artists from like their mixtape days yeah and you kind of see like where they are now it's like you were already the full package indie and then now that you got that back and it's like yes so i kind of i'm not saying i'm shocked by it i've i've seen her being this the star she is now but it surprised me in reference to like the quality because before it was already like this is fire like but it's like you she's an artist and her sound definitely has elevated over the years even as songs i don't really care for i feel i'm bopping like this is my shit and it's like not everybody can do that mm-hmm. um similar to the way um when i first was introduced to SZA, i think her first project was was it z mm-hmm. that sound yeah from where we are now totally and it's I don't I don't know if it's a I don't want to say it's a bad thing, Mm-mm. but it's just different. It just it really is like like where we are now is like if we never got thank you like if we never got control right and we got we just got Z and we got this and it'd be like what the fuck right but there it's, was like a it was like a uh, like a slow progression technically but it was it was kind of like cohesive yeah it, like it meshed well together like you could tell that the sound was going to change right even if we, we were if we weren't ready as fans to like 
jump like day one fans to jump on it because people were kind of attached to like the sound that she had when and look she had when she released C and things like that. So that surprised me, but I'm I'm supporting both technically. Um I'm trying to figure out if anybody that's like in a bad way that I'm like, I didn't see that coming. Um uh, just to kind of draw a parallel. I'm trying to see. Hmm. That that didn't get as far as you thought they would? Or like they just changed their entire like they switched up their whole shit. Yeah, and you're like, well, how do we get here? Like mm. there was like you know how you know how like um I can't I don't have an example to like pull from, but you know how like they have like a solid first project and then the second one is like, what the fuck is this? I think we can we can draw on Bryson Tiller for that. Okay. Because he did Okay. I I think Bryson is a, a great example of okay. this. Because his first album was so good. And you're like, it could I mean, you you know about the sophomore slump, but with somebody of like that comes you know what? That comes out the gate. I had high hopes for it. I'm not sure about everybody else because they could be like, well, this was so good. Where else could you go? Right. But for me, I was like, okay, he could take some time. People can sit in this because they're still spending it. But when he comes back, he's going to bring another level to it and it's going to be just as great. It was like that should have maybe been a mixtape or five years was a long time but maybe a little bit longer so do you think um like just talking about do you think like um so like speaking of like how we talk about kalani and scissor do you think like because technically the the sound this did the sound evolve with bryson and and is that why it's not connecting for you as a fan no i think that unfortunately with that first album it was the peak okay it was the peak for him. Of course, we still, for me, I'm still going to hold out hope that one day he will supersede that first project for that you. That first project for me. Right. But it hasn't happened yet. There are certain songs off the third album that you like, that I like, that I run to more than the second. Right. But there's still nothing that's like, I'm going to listen to this full project. There are singles that he's put out that outside came cute. and went. That's my shit. I love outside. I mean the song, but I do. That's what. That's the Drake song. Outside is the Drake song. No, what's outside? It's maybe I'm lying to y'all. Cause I don't no, know. outside. No, you talking, talking about out of time or waste waste time? Well, no, no, no. That's Brent, baby. No. Oh, that, oh shit. Sorry. It's the Netflix and shows getting me. Bryson Tiller. He got a song with Drake, right? Yeah, that's the song I'm talking about. That's no, it was a, it was a single. It has the um, it was a single by itself. I think it came out not so long ago. It's called Outside. Yeah. Oh yeah, Outside. That is a good one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a sample too. Yeah, yeah. So the sample songs get the people going too yeah, yeah. because it's like, oh, this reminds me of a song that I, I thought yeah, with. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's gonna be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna run that. But it's like, well, am I just gonna? go out of my way to put this on or am I just going to play it when it comes on during like a playlist or my random oh hey Siri play some songs I like yeah see okay so I'm following you with that but I think that that could also be if we're just like drawing examples to like say like this wasn't what we expected or this was like whatever Um, to me I would say Drake okay but then because the sound didn't change. It, it all, right, right, but it all depends on who you ask. Like, kind of like with Bryson. So it's like, right. it's like the sound. With the Bryson, I think everybody would agree that the second album was not it. <laughs> but then he's, but, but then there's ahead. other albums that, like, you know, people was like, this is my, this is my shit. I'm, it's not, it's as not. As far as Drake. No, like, Bryson, like the, that Blue album. Johnny, fuck with that. Yeah, and somebody else, I was, I, was, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I didn't, and it hit me. But if you like it, girl, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, most people say, you know, I think not views. What was the? It was, thank me later. 
Or thank, thank, thank me now or thank me later. Take me later. Um, take care. Take care. Nothing and was then the same. Nothing was the same. So the after nothing was the same. It was like, okay. You know, like yeah. it was a decline. But technically, is it, was it a decline or is, he, is it just, he's just resting on what the, what the audience is still feeding? Because technically, a lot of the artists are just kind of spitting out with, they know mm-hmm. it's going to do numbers. So even if we, even if it's not quote unquote, the development that we want to see as listeners or fans, if this side of the fan base is like, yes, more of this, because the numbers are showing it. If it's doing number one, if it's doing like, you won't go with that. Right. You're going to keep doing it because obviously in the numbers or in the downloads or the streams, it's, it's not showing a decline because people are listening to it. Right. So it's like, it's like that five ten or ten percent where it's like mm, we're not fucking with it, but people are. So it's like, what's the you get what I'm saying? Like, what's the middle ground with that? And then and then how do we how do, how does the artist connect to the people who are like, bitch, no? I think they just they do tunnel vision and just focus on what they're getting positively because they still got to eat at the end of the day, right? It's still a, so they like right. listen. Even I'm gonna put out what the niggas like flock to. Because I still have family to take care of. I still need to make money. Right. And if this is the formula that the niggas going to fuck with, I'm going to have to continue to go this route because that's what's making me money. I'm not saying that's what these artists are saying. Right. That's what I would say. Right. But some people will be like, fuck it. I'm a creative. Like, like Andre 3000. He put out an album that people were waiting for, but it wasn't no words because he's like, I'm 40. I don't have nothing to really talk about, but I'm going to play this flute because that's where I am in my life. Right. And I'm not going to sacrifice my creativity because y'all want me to get on a, get on the track and rap. Right. And I'm not, I'm not sacrificing that for anybody. Okay. So, I mean, it can go, it can go both ways. We don't like, we don't know what these people are thinking. Right. But this is still their livelihood. Right. It's, it's still their, like their, career it's their job and and even if that don't hit maybe something else will and maybe if i play around with something and still like show my creativity that may stick and maybe i'll go with that formula i don't know but i want the people to continue to do what makes them happy right and i'm going to give it a listen (laughs) <laughs> and if I don't like it, then I just won't play it. And that's cool. And I, I'll play your old shit. Yeah, and I and feel you'll like you still get a stream. Yeah, and I feel like to be a fan, you don't have to like everything. No. Um, you don't gotta be a delusional fan. You can you can say, I don't like that. And if you don't like something, it's not hate. Yeah, you maybe just, the way it's delivered could be hate. Yeah. But your sense mm-hmm. or or hateful or saying like this is illiterate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Um, cause you can say you like something, it's like it's not for me. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I don't like my house when I first heard it. Me either. Me either. I was like, girl. I was like, st- turn this off. I'll be putting this out on the deluxe because, girl, keep it off. But now, it's kind of like a one-off. I'm okay. Yeah, I haven't revisited it because I'm still just like, mm, I'm not sure. But, you know. And that's, and that's okay. And I, it is. It's not bashing because all her other shit to me is Yeah. This one little thing ain't going to deter me from listening to this, this particular artist. Yeah. I'm going to go back and listen to the old shit that I do like. There's a lot of things that these... New and old artists put out like B Rocker. B Seven was not really it for me, but old I shit. Love, I love B Seven. <laughs> I'll go back one day. I'm gonna listen to Borderline. That's my shit. All the other shit, just like Monica. Ugh. Wow. Are we going if, here? We we don't have to. Okay, but that's nice. another one where it was like, mm. Mm. wow. From sitting on a stool with the the sandal shoes to you in a bathtub, a little baby, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, that just wasn't it for me. But the voice is there, the talent is there. She just has to get back song. into the yeah. The it's song the, just it's doesn't the material. It's not material materializing. But but she's comp- she's super talented. Yeah, she hmm. will sing a bitch under the table. Listen. No question. But baby, something is just not, not clicking. Click, yeah, it's just not happening. Wow. That, so, was, that was a good example. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, if y'all have anybody who's artist development that you were surprised by or weren't surprised by or you want to see them, you know, do better, do, achieve more, or people who you thought. Or stay the course. The, the people that you actually even thought were going to be something and just like, where's the music? I'm not going to say who it is because I'll say it all the time. I'm tired of saying it. But girl, what's going on? Um, yeah, she had all the premieres, but baby, doing nothing. 
not no studio but that's neither here nor there it's gonna never mind be quiet <laughs> but yeah that was the topic and we're about to get into our favorite segment of the show the, the soundtrack. soundtrack so do you have a song that was on your heart mind and soul this week i do one or two just one okay cute and this song is by kali uchis and it's featuring don tolliver i think i know this song and i was you know just doing my little shuffle and i came across it and I fucked with the song. I want to make sure it's the, the right. Okay, I get it. Because <laughs> y'all know I'll be listening to everything under the motherfucking sun, but hold on. Oh, yeah. It's called. No, it's actually Don Tolliver's song. Okay. Featuring Kylie. Okay. For Kylie. me, it's off of Don Tolliver's. Uh, his album, Love Sick. Oh, okay. And it um was this Beanie Man and Maya? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I love Don Tolliver. She didn't come on till the end though. But I think this part. Mm-hmm. I like this. I was yeah. like, oh. Hey, okay. So, once hearing that, I ran it back like a few three, times. four times. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, "This is cute," and I, I love Don Tolliver. He is not a little but he is a a great voice. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> you get on my nerves so bad. So, zaga <laughs> zal. <laughs> Believe. <laughs> Try to get my song out. We have a good cackle session this this episode. So we, we, have have to, we have we, all, we have to break out and do like a little laughy laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Okay. Um. <laughs> Speaking of songs that was in my head all week, um, I think I'm gonna have two, but I'm I'm gonna see if I can find them. What I'm, I'm talking about. So, um, my song this week is by Tyler Miss Water herself. Okay. Her full length project is coming out soon. Though I don't have the date on me right now, but it's a song called um on and on. And she is. I heard this. Yes, she is proving to um be a force. Mm-hmm. Um and. I like the diversity, even though her voice is kind of eerie. It kind of reminds me of a couple of my faves. And it's kind of cute. Eerie? Yeah, it's like soft. Like when she speaks and when she sings, it's oh, like... Oh, airy, like... Like, yeah. Air, like, A-I-R. Like like, not like eerie, like... No, yeah, like, oh, like okay. air, like light. Light and air is two different things. Whatever, child. You know, it's like breezy. I'm breezy. Got it, got it. Yeah. So it's called On and On. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Who does sound like? Earworm. Yeah. It's the, it's the, I'm going to say what sounds like a mixture between. I did listen to this earlier yeah. this week. Yeah. No, I ran this back too this week. Yeah, it's, it's cute. She was in it up. She, said, she was, she was. If people was asking me questions, I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the song. So yeah, she that up. Um, so it kind of reminds me of like So follow me. Yeah. Walk. I wish I had the camera here. Don't run. So like a little bit of Ariana Grande, because it's like ah, yeah. she don't really be in us. It's breathy. All, all the way. It's breathy. Breathy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's like soft. So like if you ever listen to a song that's not one of the singles from Cassie, it's kind of giving that to me. <laughs> where it's like, where it's like soft, where it's like, okay, girl, it's like, it's mellow where you can kind of talk about like, what is she saying? I don't know, but girl, I'm vibing to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I like that song. And then uh, my second song that I found um, this week is by um, Nicki Minaj. 
baby. Mm, what song is it? it? I was gonna do a Nicki song, but it's off her um new album Pink Friday too. Her fifth studio album on her birthday. Shout out to yes, yeah, shout out to this um set herself. Um, falling for you is my jam. Falling for you, but I will say track number one is my jam as well because it samples Billie Eilish. A song that I love from Billie Eilish, and I did not. I, I was like, "Why do I know this fucking song?" Because you sing the song down all the time. It's Billie Eilish. Anyway, um, the song's all falling for you. I like everything about this song. It's really just the lyrics in the beginning. It's like, "Bitch, yes, amen." So it's called "Falling for You," and it goes a little something like this. I never listened to Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Oh, that's my phone job. Okay. Hey yo, told him shoot a shot like his main op. Now I'm falling for him like a raindrop. This is the one that, no, the first song samples Billy. Yeah. But this is vicious. I was like, okay, she was rapping. Yeah, she was. It reminds me of another song I can't think of right now. I did like this because I like when she went to the, the tranny, tranny shit. Did you know she rich? Yeah, so for sure. But yeah, Clip. that's my song. Um, well, yeah, I listen to Big Friday too. Um, okay, and, real quick. Yeah, before we get out of here, uh, thoughts on the album? Initial thoughts. Yeah, I like I like what I heard. I like. Is it no skips for me? No. Okay. Absolutely not. What are you skipping? Um. As of right now, I'm definitely skipping um Nicki Hendrix. I do not like that song at all. Okay. Don't like it. I'm definitely skipping Super Freaky Girl. I don't want to hear that ever again in life. So mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. And I am also skipping Ooh. Um I don't I don't have it started. Hold on one second. I don't remember. But Okay. Is it considered in, the end or the beginning? It's um somewhere in the middle okay oh needle was drake even on there he was i don't like needle that wasn't memorable for me so i, I think i would skip that one too like it because i can't i listened to the, the album like three times and i don't know why that song is not it doesn't stick out to me I it's not like memorable it. for me i also did, did not like r&b but i heard it back a couple times and i like it now because with little wayne and that man oh no. I skipped that. I love that song because Wayne. Yeah, no. Down. After I heard it again, I was like, oh yeah, Wayne. Yeah, he, Wayne, he, 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 he did yeah. his big one on But him. I was like, at first I was like, that's good. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Like I said, is it no skips for me? No. But it kind of felt like a bunch of songs thrown together. That's it, what I felt It too. wasn't given a cohesive type of a thing. But then I thought about it. Pink Friday wasn't cohesive either. So I don't if think we're doing any Pink, Nikki album is really cohesive. If we're doing Pink Friday too, why, why not? would it? Why would it follow this? Why wouldn't it follow the same format? I don't know. Some of the girls don't like when Nikki sings. I don't mind it. Um, I was gonna say that um, singing Nikki, depending on the song, yeah, is sometimes not my favorite. But there are a few that's, where that's I was cool. like. Okay, girl. I was like, this is giving me right through me vibes. Yeah. And that's my shit. So yeah. I was like, okay. Some of these work. Some of them I was like, ooh, pitchy. Oh, baby. And fuck, fuck the club up. I skipped it at first because I was like, girl, no. When I played it in the car, the song is fire. And then, of course, everybody's favorite song at this moment. Everybody. everybody. I was going to say that. First of all, love the when it first came on, I was at the bus stop and I was like, okay, movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh my God, this is a song from one of my favorite movies White Chicks when they was fucking it up with their feathers okay. on the runway everybody don't stop Dude. don't stop don't stop the beat oh, boom, yeah boom, you remember boom, the movie boom. yeah boom 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 the feather boa and all mm-hmm. that shit they was eating mm-hmm. but Lil Uzi that's my nigga but not but okay. like I don't know if people knew this but I really love Uzi even before the JT and him got together mm-hmm Uzi was my nigga. Okay, Before cute. he was JT's. Strange, I know. Wow. But I don't have a type. He kind of reminded me of somebody that I used to know. And you well, know. Not go see Somebody I mean, that I you used, used to know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, everything you said, 
You agree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like once you play it, um, it's been a while for me where I ran back an album Nikki, in oh, the same day. Not yeah. even just a Nikki album, okay. just an album this year. In the same day, and still in like, the same day, and still enjoyed was, it. Out, mm, yeah, no, I can't even say outside of Drake because I didn't run Drake back immediately. So but yeah, you, you ran this back. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, did. I did. Okay, yeah, I did. Too. I was at work, like okay, let me. And then I just skipped around to the songs that I really fucked with. And then you you can start shit. Now. I didn't know you. Could, I, was, I didn't know you I, could I do that shit. You, yeah. just, you just told me that. Yeah, baby, I, the um, I was starting them. Was like, the and um, then bitch, when you do it, like so. All right, so okay. Pink Friday girls. That's oh, my yeah, shit. Eight. If before before you add it to your library, the ones you star, they go to your library automatically. So before, before, before I, I didn't have a whole album here. I only had the songs I was starring. And so I was like, okay, why well, don't I hold the whole album? I was like, girl, because you didn't add it to your library. So then when you, if you just star them, you just add those songs before you add the whole album. So you be like, girl, I like these songs. That's it. Interessante. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, okay, cute. So now I know. Yeah. So cool. if you want to check it out, go check it Please out. Please do. I mean, all right, the girls are saying it's no skips. Um, the girls are lying. Um, but if that's how y'all feel, that's cute. You know, just over here for me. Skip a little. But um, yeah, that was episode one twenty three. Yes. And we're about to get out of here. You know, you can go on our website, RayCupPod to mm-hmm. find all of our episodes. You can also find the links to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to leave a rate and review for the show. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. please. You can also go to our joint Instagram page, RCC Pod, where you can see. And mostly talk to me because I'll be on there talking shit mm-hmm. and posting stuff because why would you ever do that? But yeah, RCC pod, yes. joint podcast page. And then you can go to our individual pages. Rima with two Y's. Rima baby. Sorry, excuse me. Rima baby with two Y's and underscore. And, and keeping it court with two T's. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Yeah. You'll probably be hearing us before then with the let out that we recorded last week. Yep. And let us know if you guys like that, because, you know, we were just talking shit in... Uh, about random topics. So if you have a random topic that you want us to talk about on the let out that we wouldn't, wouldn't regularly talk about on um, the normal show that drops, feel free to slide to the DM and let us know. Also, if you want to be a guest, let us know also. Um, yes. Because we just could be in Raymond, but it's okay. We love, we love a little solo. Yeah. Well, you know, we like a little company from time to time when we like company. Right. But we've been holding it down, but we were also... We'll not turn you away unless you're a strange person that we really don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. We out this bitch. Peace. Peace. Are you saying real quiet this time? And you, and you have to do the show. Cup, sip, yup, you're to step, stop, you're.